This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Great to have you here. I'm Alex Pearson in for John Oakley this week. And uh, you go back a couple of decades, a few decades now for this next one, because it was in the early 80s that we would uh, learn thousands of Canadians had been infected with contaminated blood. They either got HIV or hepatitis. And for those affected, you know, it put their lives on an unbelievably unexpected and challenging journey, not just having to accept the new um, and unwanted fate that they were given, but the health challenges that come along with it. And a lot of the people affected by that are now dead. But for one man, uh, it would turn his teen years on their head because as a hemophiliac, he relied on blood transfusions. He just never dreamed that getting blood in a country like Canada would end up giving him hep C and a life full of stigma as well as shame. And so all these decades later, he's now turning the experience into a drama series because, you know, we're moving so far away from this in history. People just don't remember that you're a reminder of this dark chapter. His name is Rob Cooper. He's a writer, producer, and you may know him from his uh, popular series, Stargate TV, but his latest creation is called Unspeakable, and he joins us now. Hi, Rob. Hello. You've made a drama about this now, but you you say, and, and from what I've read, you've spent a lot of your life feeling a lot of shame and not talking about this, and now you're putting it right out there. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there was a lot of stigma attached to it, and um, you, you know, you were you were afraid, you were afraid to speak up, and and uh, it was a time when, you know, the the community most affected by AIDS was was being shunned mm-hmm. instead of uh, uh, you know helping them. Yeah, I've met a few people, you know, in the court system as settlements were, were doled out. And when you talk to people who were part of that, it seems like it's its own club where only those who are affected and infected actually understand uh, the turmoil and the pain that, that was caused. Absolutely. And and I, I've sort of said it repeatedly that it was it was almost an impossible task to boil that down into eight one-hour episodes of television, um, we, we never really even thought we could achieve that. It was a, it was a massive story that, that played out over decades and affected so many people. Our, our real goal was just to, to kind of try and put uh, audiences in, uh, you know, in place of, of, of what it was like to live through that time from from a couple of people's perspective, you know, to, mm-hmm. to sort of have a bit of more of an emotional experience. We, we could never have captured it all. And, and it was really just about sort of trying to make people understand uh, what it was like to live through that. And, and, and I, and I think the reaction to the show has been, um, you know, has, has sort of demonstrated what we hoped, which was that it, it really resonates even today. We, we all face um, issues with our medical system and, with the truth and with, uh, you know, a feeling as though we're trying to protect ourselves from, from, from systems and from institutions who may not have the best, our best interests at heart. Yeah, this was a very, very dark chapter, though, in Canada, because it, it, it involved a lot of deception, lies. People would ultimately be charged. Um, but the fallout on this thing was just so enormous. I mean, as you, um, you know, as we learn now, most people, I think, affected by this have either passed on or they're still living their lives with this. And the fact that you had to make this a drama instead of a, of a you know, um, What's the word I'm looking for? I'm having a brain. Oh, documentary. A documentary. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, is the fact that there's not enough people to tell the story. 
Uh, we were certainly, yeah, we're certainly on the edge. And, and look, I, I reached out to everybody I could find uh, who was directly connected to it. We did about a year and a half of research before we even started putting pen to paper creatively. So, um, yeah, for, for sure, you know, it, it, it happened a while ago and we wanted to kind of, in our own way, document from, from the actual uh, voices and, and, and the mouths of people who, who, who lived through it. And, you know, including the the advocates and uh, family members of victims, but also the the medical people, the doctors and nurses, and then and then ultimately the lawyers and and uh, the judge. We we communicated with Horace Creever, who was uh, you know Justice Horace Creever, who was in charge of the the federal inquiry. Um, so I mean, yeah, we we certainly tried to to be as authentic as possible. But but ultimately, look, what I do is I make dramatic television and I also have always sort of lived in a world in which that has a certain kind of power mm-hmm. uh, that, that we thought would be an effective way or at least should be out there in, in, in one form to, to kind of get people to understand this this really, I think, important Canadian story. Certainly. I mean, it, it goes on the radar here. I mean, Mel Lastman, a former mayor, he he got uh, hepatitis C through this tainted blood scandal, one of the high, one of the more recognizable names. And so it was very public for him. But you were a teenager going through this. I mean, I don't know how young the victims were, uh, but as a teen, um, it, it had to have caused an incredible amount of uh, turmoil for you uh, through your life. Yeah, and there was certainly a, a long period of time where I actually didn't know whether I had con- contracted HIV or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you're kind of living on the edge of not knowing. And, and as it's sort of portrayed in the show, the guys who ultimately uh, did discover they were infected, I mean, it just, you know, it just threw them off the rails. I mean, what it's hard, you know, I, I'm sure it's hard enough to, to get that sort of news as a as an adult but mm-hmm. as a as a 13 14 15 year old who's supposed to have their whole life ahead of them um it's just almost unimaginable unimaginable but you have hemophilia so how does when you get something like hep c um how does that complicate your health given that it was already compromised well the two are sort of unrelated what what happens though is that you are as a hemophiliac, you're, you're, you're always needing blood product uh, to keep you healthy, to keep you from bleeding. And so um, when there is a threat to that product, when there is potentially something that could also harm you, it, it suddenly changes your mindset about whether or not to take your treatment and whether or not, you know. So there were guys who, who you know, and there was a, a, at, at a time uh, there was a protocol, and 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 people were sort of curbing their their use of of a product that was really you know meant to to sort of help them live. So so the diseases themselves are are perhaps unrelated, and certainly you know having multiple issues can compound your your mental health as mm-hmm. well as your physical health. But but you know just when when you need medicine, uh, and that medicine turns out to be you know, even more dangerous than not taking it, uh, it's, in, it's, it's a difficult situation to be in. Yeah, because as a hemophiliac, I mean, you're, you you rely and believe and trust the system to make sure that you're kept healthy. I have to think it would be an unbelievable uh, challenge to go back and then get blood because you're, again, trusting a system that didn't just fail, fail you, it lied to you. 
Yeah, and then look for the record. Uh, the the system now is is very safe. Um, you know, we certainly still depend on on uh, blood to live. In in many cases, uh, hemophiliacs, in fact, now take a product that is you know, 99.9% artificial and actually has very little human blood in it. So uh, they've made a lot of advances since then. But look, that all that and, and a lot more has come from, as you said earlier, that moment in which we as a country kind of woke up. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, this, this scandal, um, I, you know, a lot of people prefer to call it a tragedy because scandal kind of minimizes the human toll to some extent. But but this tragedy was an awakening for our country. We, we always had this sort of impression about Canada, the good, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the idea that we make some of the same mistakes uh, that, other, that other places do. And, and in some part, because of just the fallibility of systems in general, uh, the complexity of the things we're trying to organize uh, on a political level and on a medical level. But, you know, yeah, it was a, it was a great... It was a really great eye-opening experience for everyone, and, and so much has changed since then. In fact, I think there's a there's almost a shift to an over skepticism towards medicine and science that that uh, we we need to be careful of too, because you know you end up with with you know diseases that we sure. thought we had eradicated coming back. So. Yeah. Um, because people are afraid. So it, it's it's a, it's a balance in there. But it is true, as you say, you know, as we move, what, 30, almost 40 decades past this event in history, people just simply forget. And so you've put Unspeakable together. How do people see it? Uh, they can watch it on uh, on GEM, which is a, an app uh, that CBC has. So that's, you know, available either online, on your computer, on your phone, on your iPad, your Apple TV, however you get uh uh, television, uh, so it's free, or you, I think you can sign up and and get an ad free version for a couple bucks. So, well, I appreciate um, you uh, sharing and your iTunes. Yeah. Of course, you can always get it on iTunes as well. And look, we're 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 super thrilled, um, sort of, to have been mentioned in a couple of uh, uh, you know best of lists at the end of the year. And 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 you know, even though we initially aired a couple months ago, beginning of you know towards the beginning of the year. Um, television now lives on, you know, and that's been our, our kind of uh, change to the industry that we, we as producers, um, you know, really appreciate that people can still can still watch the show, you know. Well, I appreciate you sharing uh, this with us and your journey. It's a personal one, but I do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for the time. That is Rob Cooper. The series is called Unspeakable, and uh, the New York Times gave it a big old thumbs up. So if you want to see that, I mean, I remember meeting people back in the day um, when I was covering courts, you'd, you'd meet some of the people that were tainted by this blood or sickened by this blood. The time and energy they had to put through in the court system for settlements and all the rest of it, just terrible stories. Yeah, we should not forget. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 